And that's why I want to begin our discussions with our next guest. Jake Hanley joins us this morning, this morning the Managing Director and Senior Portfolio Strategist at Tecrium Trading. Jake, great to have you with us. Uh, I was just looking at crude prices holding below those these highs, well off the highs from last year. Very much supportive of the Fed Chair Jerome Powell's comments yesterday about how we're seeing disinflation uh, and the process has started. Yeah, no, very good. Thanks for having me back. And uh, boy, there's just a bunch to talk about in these markets. And uh, one indicator that I don't want to miss is the fact that today is Groundhog's Day and the groundhog did see his shadow. And it's also my dad's birthday, so he made sure that well, I got that out. happy birthday to your dad. And, and remind me, what does it mean if we saw the shadow? That means longer winter, right? That means longer winter, but I'll tell you, we haven't seen much of a winter here in New England. And uh, as Kevin was pointing out, they haven't seen much of a winter uh, in Europe either. So uh, maybe winter's coming, who knows? But directly to your point about crude oil, I mean, great job on the charts. We've been basically moving sideways for the last couple of months. Uh, in that range, OPEC seems to be pretty comfortable with this right now, between call it 75 and 85 dollars just for round numbers, um, and that's you know taking into account two big narratives. One is the pending recession in the United States if we aren't already in a recession, uh, and two, the reopening of China. And so obviously those two narratives are, are conflicting with one another. Uh, but right now, you know, OPEC sitting pat, I think they're telling us that, that the market is clearing in these ranges. You know, Jake, I've been tying crude prices and the fact that they've been supported, not necessarily elevated, but supported with uh, labor conditions which are very strong, right? If we're working in theory, then we're out spending money, we're driving our cars, maybe not necessarily back and forth to work as much as we have been, but again, a reflection of what we've seen prices have come off the upper elevated levels kind of back to pre-pandemic levels talk to me though because you're kind of pointing out some of the disparities we've been seeing in labor conditions here in the u.s the workforce ultimately fed chair jerome powell referred to strong conditions here in the US. we saw that data this week we'll get a little bit more still to come but you and your notes mentioned we've got tech layoffs but yet subway can't find workers to fill positions yeah, that's right. Subway Sandwich Shop uh, has a, you know, looking for looking for employees. We are, we're hiring at Subway. We're hiring at Chipotle. We're hiring at McDonald's. Um, and these, you know, call it the, the lower end service economy jobs. Uh, that's where you see a lot of job openings right now. We got the Jolts numbers yesterday, 11 million openings in jobs. That's that's a tremendous number. And so, you know, the Fed, the Fed is fighting on two fronts. OK, they they want to get down uh, inflation, which is has been supported by commodity prices. And by the way, prices are coming down. So to your earlier point, they have some room now. Um, but we also have this issue where uh, that lower level service economy is extremely strong. And the reason being that there's still too much money chasing too few goods, okay? And when I say there's too much money, I always come back to M1. And again, for the audience, M1 is the money supply that looks, to make it simple, that looks at the amount of money in consumer checking accounts, okay? So there's a record amount of money in consumer checking accounts today, which means there's a lot of potential spending out there. Um, and we see the tech layoffs, uh, primarily because you know corporate CEOs on their earnings call haven't been pulling punches. The forward outlook is is pretty dire here for the U.S. But still, we have a lot of money in checking accounts, and so people are going out to eat at restaurants, fast foods, absolutely, um, and things of this nature. And so, if you ask me, the Fed missed an opportunity yesterday. You know, I was looking at the the Fed funds futures markets. And there was 0% probability of a 50 basis point mm -hmm. hike. 
there was actually 1.6% probability priced in that they would not raise interest rates at all, okay? And so if, if I'm a betting man, I would put some money on the fact that they might have gone to 50 yesterday. And I firmly believe there were a couple voices in the meetings over the last couple of days that were advocating for that. Uh, the Fed had an opportunity yesterday to really put a punch into these markets and to the economy and send a strong signal that they want to squash inflation once and for all. And I think they missed that opportunity. So the Fed's really fighting money supply. Velocities are key and two really fronts, obviously. Again, money supply, consumer spending. Yeah, that's right. And thank you for bringing up velocity. So velocity is the rate that a dollar moves through the economy. So if I spend a dollar at you know, Home Depot and I indulge buying a candy bar in the checkout line, somebody else gets that same dollar, they can go spend it on a pack of gum at the, at the gas station, okay? So that's what the velocity is. It's measuring how fast that dollar moves through the economy. The Fed's job is to get that dollar out of circulation. And they can do that by raising interest rates because interest rates will incentivize consumers to move money to uh, savings accounts, money market accounts, out of their checking account, okay? And I was just looking, there's a Fidelity uh, FDIC insured money market account paying four and a half percent, okay? That's, that's compelling, right? Also raising interest rates will incentivize consumers to pay down some debt. That moves money out of checking accounts, okay? So we focus on quantitative tightening as a way to get money supply, uh, to get excess money out of the system, and that's important, but raising interest rates can help move money from M1 to M2, which is that more sticky, less consumer spending bucket of the money supply. And again, the Fed missed an opportunity to uh, to really incentivize folks. It, it sounds like, you know, as much as the Fed talks about some of the other tools, interest rates are still the critical tool uh, ultimately the Fed has. Yeah, I would, I would say that absolutely, especially when we're dealing with trying to squash animal spirits and spending. And look, at, I mean, you can look at consumer revolving credit back to all time highs right now. Right, and it's been trickling down, so we're doing a decent job there. And and I don't want to miss the fact that money supply has been trending lower uh, over the, the fourth quarter, over the last three months. So the Fed is doing a good job moving in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Again, I just think you know when you're when you're fighting a war, you want to throw that knockout punch as soon as possible. Um, and we're fighting a war against inflation, so you know where's the knockout punch? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Jake, uh, lastly, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, some of the Fed's, well, fiscal policy options you noted and pointed to the potential or the uh, possibility to raise taxes. Yeah, so, you know, when we talk about monetary policy, we're talking about the Fed. When we talk about fiscal policy, we're talking about our friends uh, on Capitol Hill. Um, and if, if Congress has to get involved, they have one tool at their disposal to take excess money out of the system, and that's by increasing taxes. Mm. Uh, and that's a quick way to do that. I mean, recall that during the COVID crisis, the stimulus checks were directly deposited into consumer checking accounts. You know, I, I fear that the day comes when uh, your tax bill is just going to be directly debited from your checking account uh, the second the bill gets signed. You know, uh, the, as soon as the tax hikes go up, the bill gets signed and, and the money's gone. So um, if the Fed doesn't do their job in slowing down spending and getting the money out of the economy soon, 
then Congress is going to have to act by raising taxes. Well, tough circumstance they're in right now. You've got lawmakers uh, accelerating, putting their foot on the gas pedal. It seems like the Fed is uh, putting their foot on the brake pedal. Uh, obviously, uh, a little contentious there, but uh, even uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell pushed back on some of the debt ceiling crisis yesterday and tried to remain very neutral, but was pretty clear in terms of where he stands. Appreciate you joining us here to help us break it down. Jake, always a pleasure to see you. And uh, thanks, thanks for joining man. us, sharing part of your Thursday morning with us. Jake Hanley, Managing Director, Senior Portfolio Strategy at Trading.